it took from like September all the way up until around March. I think I was applying with Wells Fargo and that took 60 to 90 days just to get rejected. And so it took so much time to even do small things like that. That's Jamie Lee. And this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy. Starting a business is never easy, and it's definitely not easy when the world is experiencing a global pandemic. It's also always more difficult and challenging to start a business with an industry that has changing but significant barriers to entry. And yet, that is exactly what Jamie Lee did last year, creating her CBD and cannabis whole life business, Toasty. On today's episode, we'll discuss how asking for help has been a game changer, how being an NCAA athlete has given her that competitive edge to keep going and make this happen despite the odds, how being a 100% you allows you to stand out of a crowd and thrive in a crowded marketplace, and so much more. You may be feeling just like Jamie when she started her business, excited, nervous, overwhelmed, and trying to figure out the next steps. That's why I created my Thrive membership and community. Thrive is built specifically for female entrepreneurs, freelancers, side hustlers, and empire builders. In Thrive, you get a business coach, weekly group coaching, monthly workshops on business, mindset, time management, and more, a full resource kit to get where you wanna go faster, and of course, a global community of incredible women building alongside you who are excited to support you, cheer you on, and collaborate. Visit thepowerfulladies.com to join today. Well, welcome to the Powerful Ladies podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm really excited to share your story and have the audience get to know who you are and what you're up to. So please begin by telling everybody your name and what you do. Hi, everybody. My name is Jamie Lee. I am the CEO and founder of Toasty. And for everyone that doesn't know, what is Toasty? Yes, Toasty is my baby. Toasty is a CBD brand that I have created. Um, It's all things from health and wellness, beauty, women empowerment, just creating a whole community where people can come together and share their experiences, whether it is involving CBD not involving CBD, just like a sounding board for people and mostly women to come and just like communicate and network together. And this is a, a new business, correct? From what I, the research mm-hmm. I did, it's like a pandemic baby business. What caused <laughs> yes. you, what caused you to want to start any business, let alone this business uh, during the pandemic? Yes. Um, I love that because everyone else is having actual babies and I'm over here creating like business babies. <laughs> so yes, Toasty was created during the pandemic. Um, you know, it hit everybody hard. And for me, I, I felt like pre-COVID, I was kind of already one foot out of the door in my corporate job. You know, I was just, I love what I did. I love my day-to-day allowing me to be creative and, you know, work with other um, restaurants, you know, I work with Uber technologies, um, creating virtual restaurants. And that was really fun. But for me, you know, as soon as I graduated college and I did my first actual career, uh, or first actual corporate job with enterprise, I quickly realized that this isn't something that I wanted to do. I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to create my own schedule. I just needed something a little bit more to push and drive me to get out of bed in the morning. So, you know, I got laid off in May due to COVID. And, you know, with that, I was like, I just didn't want to sit around twiddling my thumbs. Like, what can I do? Um, I had kind of already had in mind of a couple of companies that I wanted to explore. But this just pretty much gave me the perfect amount of time to get myself together instead of like just watching Netflix, which is what I did a lot at the first first time that COVID hit. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I decided to create Toasty. And yeah, it was really difficult because a lot of people aren't in the office. A lot of people just aren't really mentally there, um, you know, due to COVID. It just affected everyone really hard. 
So for me, I was like, I just want to come out of this knowing that I'm not behind, knowing that I haven't been just sitting on my ass doing nothing. Like I want to start pursuing things that I'm passionate about and set myself up for something, you know, something perfect and something strong coming out of all of this. And, you know, I was, I was doing some research about you and what you're up to. And I realized that we were both college athletes, um, yeah. volleyball, correct for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about you? Yeah. Field hockey. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, for me being an NCAA athlete, like was critical for me going to school. Like it's why I chose the school I did. It was like mm-hmm. so core to just giving me focus and drive. Cause I've always been a driven person, but having that experience makes it like 10 X because you don't have time. <laughs> you realize how much you can do in no a day. <laughs> how important was that experience to you? And how did that experience lead to you creating Toasty? Yes. Like you. Yeah. Playing, I've been playing athletics or volleyball all my life since I was around six or seven, just kind of following my older sister's footsteps. And just being in, in general, being an athlete, I feel like it really provided me a lot of organization and structure that I was just mm-hmm. on this constant cycle of like having to have things planned out and having to have a schedule. And I feel like that really helped me in my, you know, day to day and even outside of uh, college athletics, just, you know, being an athlete first, or excuse me, being a student first, mm-hmm. um, it was really helpful. So, uh, I mean... Being a college athlete was an interesting experience, as I'm sure you could agree to. I definitely chose colleges or, you know, when I took my official visits and things like that based off, you know, sports alone rather than, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm interested in studying this or I would love to go to grad school here eventually or, you know, I would love to be a proud alumni here. Um, But, you know, with for example, I started out at the University of Tennessee and legendary school. I love the idea of being a Lady Balls. Um, you know, they had a great criminal justice program, and that is essentially why I chose Tennessee. Also, the volleyball program was amazing. Um, it's just, a, it felt amazing to be at a bigger D1 school that had a lot of mm-hmm. funds that could provide for the athletes. Um, but I quickly realized that <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have made that decision because I, for me, volleyball was definitely a huge means to an end. So, you know, as soon as, you know, volleyball wrapped up, I wanted to make sure that I was set up in a way that I could take my education, I could take my degree and continue to like press forward and use it in my day to day. So I would say I took a lot of skills away from, you know, whether it was being a student athlete and being, you know, college graduate, I also got my graduate degree as well. Um, And yeah, it helped me keep focus and keep a lot of drive with going with Toasty. I think with starting a new business for anybody, there's so many ups and downs. And man, uh, it's so, it can be easy to kind of like give up. But, you know, mm-hmm. being that, like I said, that college athlete and, you know, having that experience just kept me, you know, on my feet. It kept me grounded. And I just wanted to keep moving forward and not give up at all, not quitting. So I'm really competitive also. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think, I think being competitive matters in, in business because it's not so much about competing against everybody else. It's that competitive attention of like, oh no, we're going to win. Oh no, we're going to finish. Oh no. Oh yeah. uh, We're not stopping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. And so even though I started at the, started out at the University of Tennessee, I transferred over to Loyola Marymount here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I have this awesome coach. His name is Tom Black. And, you know, going into there, I knew I was a great athlete. I knew I had lots of skills and talent. Um, However, when I got there, I was like, oh, maybe I don't know it all. And so he quickly taught me. um, I loved his mindset. He was all about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Like, you know, you got to get out of your comfort zone in order to grow. And that is a huge takeaway that I am using in my business um, mindset as well. So forever grounded with me, Tom Black. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And of all the businesses that you could start, what was it that attracted you to a CBD-based brand? Was it for personal use? Was it seeing the market opportunity? How did you land in that industry? Yeah, I love CBD and cannabis. I've been 
a hardcore smoker <laughs> since I was 17. But obviously, you know, with playing athletics and playing for the NCAA, you can't partake in that the ways that you, I may have may, may or may not have wanted to. Um, but yeah, so I had a huge driving force, you know, especially moving out to LA and just seeing how, you know, the industry has grown and expanded and what opportunities are open and how I could kind of get in and like put my mark or make my mark and, um, make it my own. So for me getting into the cannabis space was just, it was just like another day, just kind of taking things that I used every day or not that I was a smoker every day, <laughs> but just taking things that I use, whether it's for leisure to relax and chill or to heal myself. Um, mm-hmm. and then create something, or you know, I would say also add some other ingredients in there that, um, you know, that I also, you know, take whether it's a vitamin or a day-to-day supplement or something like that and combine the two and pretty much create something that's my own. And so that's essentially where Toasty came about. So I don't know, like I did take some, you know, at the beginning of COVID and a little bit before COVID, it took some time for me to really like sit with myself and figure out, you know, what drives me, what's my passion, um, where do I really feel that I can make a lasting imprint? And I thought it was an easy decision. Like immediately when I started creating my business plan, I'm like, this is what I want to do. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, I don't really care how many hurdles come in my way. I'm going to make it happen. So I don't know. Now we have Toasty. <laughs> yeah. um, and where can people get Toasty? Is it, is it all DTC? Yeah. Is it wholesaled? Yeah. So right now, Toasty is strictly online on gettingtoasty.com. Um, currently, what I'm working to, on and moving forward onto is just focusing a little bit more business to business. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, getting Toasty in some big retail stores. I'm thinking Target, Sephora, Ulta, Whole Foods, Nordstrom's, like all those big brands like that, while also offering Toasty, you know, online as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think when women think about the business that they want to go into, there's businesses that are have lower barriers to entry and those that have higher. And you've chosen an, an industry and a business that has pretty high barriers to entry between regulations and finding, um, you know, manufacturing and sourcing. You know, taking all of this on, was all of this new for you or did you have experience or friends or did you know anybody in this space that you felt like, okay, like I know them, we can make this happen? Or was it really you and Google and being like, let's find more people? <laughs> Google's my best friend. <laughs> Google's my best friend. And I, I knew that it was going to be a rocky path just because like you said, the regulations and the industry itself, I think... I know at the beginning I was super overwhelmed. I still get overwhelmed. There's just stuff that comes at me every day and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that or whatever, whatever. Um, But, you know, for me, it's just another challenge. Like I said, I'm really competitive. I wasn't going to let anything stand in my way. I feel like, you know, there are companies that are out here doing it. So if they can do it, I can do it too. It's just a matter of making it my own and like bringing my own experience and what I feel like helped me to other people. So... I was yeah. ready for the challenge. <laughs> oh, what I think is so inter- interesting about the cannabis and CBD industry is that partly based on where it's, you know, it's grown from and the timing of it, but there are so many female CEOs. There are so many CEOs of color in this space. There are so many, you know, people who normally are not able to be CEOs in this space, which I think is so cool about it. Mm-hmm. And are you feeling camaraderie with other um, CEOs in the same industry, or do you feel like it's everyone still kind of navigating their own space because it is moving and growing so quickly? Yeah, it's actually interesting. So some of the people that I run into, I'll be honest, they have no idea about cannabis. They're not even consumers. They're just like, I'm in this thing because I know the industry is booming and I can like make a lot of money. Um, And then you also have the others that are like super passionate about it. I run into a lot of women CEOs because I love to collaborate and work with other women. Um, And yeah, they have a lot of drive and passion. They have a story behind it. They have experience behind it. And for them, you know, I feel like 
they have been super helpful. So if I have a question, I can always call them or, you know, if we need to network or create something together, they're always offering a lending hand. Um, and then also we do have like those male CEOs as well that are super helpful mm-hmm. as well. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I would say it's a 50, 50, like just people really being into it or those people that are just like, Oh yeah, this is a huge business move for me. Yeah. <laughs> so the, it's kind of interesting. Well, so going off of that topic of women mm-hmm. who are helping other women, um, how important is your circle of, of friends and family and the other women in your life to getting you to where you are and getting you through the pandemic, getting you through this new, um, you know, this whole new, you know, business baby that you have? Um, I know, for example, you're, you know, using your friend Hannah's studio today, right? So <laughs> yes. how important is, you know, is your girl crew to getting you where you are and where you're going next. So prominent to me to work with and continue to collaborate with other women. I am one of three sisters. You know, I grew up in a household and a family full of women and I continue to see what they do for their um, work day in and day out. I have a lot of um, entrepreneurs in my family that are women. And for me, that was a huge thing. So I would see them, you know, grinding day in and day out, waking up excited to go to work. And that's something that I wanted to do. And, you know, even within my own friend group, um, I had no idea that, or I had no idea how helpful that we could be for each other. So for example, yes, I'm using my friend Hannah's studio. Like that's huge. She's also been super helpful with like any type of production, whether it's a I need help with Adobe or I need help with like Photoshopping something or editing, like Mm -hmm. just things like that. Also, I have other friends like Alexis who she does marketing, maybe not in the cannabis industry, but when I was first getting started, I could say, hey, well, I'm I'm having so many issues finding the right marketing team. And, you know, I I want that I want uh, the marketing team to be more focused on cannabis or in the CBD space. Immediately, she sends me like a list of five to six companies, and I'm like, "Thank you so much!" Like, obviously, yes, yeah. Google can help, but sh- this is already her industry, and you know, for her, it was just like, "Yeah, I just want to help." Like, let me let me see what I can find out for you. So, mm-hmm. whether it's like some close friends or like aunts or whoever. I feel like everyone has been super helpful and supportive, whether they stand for CBD and cannabis, because of course you have some people that still don't quite Mm -hmm. understand the industry or the benefits, but that's why I'm here. Um, So whether they support it fully as like a user or not, whether they're sharing or donating, providing advice, always a phone call away. um, I forever love them for that. It's it's awesome to have a sounding board. um, And then Mm -hmm. obviously more importantly for uh, it to be a woman, because they know in whatever space they're in or whatever industry they're in, I feel like we all have those struggles as a woman because, you know, the males always tend to somehow dominate, but uh, we're still grounded here. So. Yeah. There's, um, you know, as a, as a business coach, helping so many startups and helping, you know, small businesses, um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I tell people to do all the time is exactly what you're doing. It's like, ask a friend, like tell people, you know, we get, when we, when we launch businesses, sometimes we think that we do all by ourselves. And one of my favorite statistics is that a single small business, like a solopreneur in the U S their average income for a year, average sales is about $45,000. But the second you have four people on your team, this can be consultants, employees, part-time workers, contractors, you go to over $400,000 for an average. That's like crazy. we need a team, right? We need yeah. a team. And, and there's so much power in like asking out to your network or the universe, like, hey, like you said, I need a marketing team who focuses on cannabis. And because you said it, all these people now could suddenly help you. And how fast did that get done once you asked? Amazing. It was so yeah. fast. And for me, you know, growing up, especially, yeah, I was going to say, especially in high school, but no, all through school, I was never that student that was like raising my hand to ask questions. I was more of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll ask the teacher one-on-one or I'll give it a try and ask later. Um, But yeah, in my adult life, I'm like, I'm not afraid to ask questions. I think that's how we all learn and how we grow. There are no stupid questions. And for Mm -hmm. that, like just reaching out, even if it's, for example, UPC codes or how to set up a car, something with 
I don't know, creating an LLC or tax information, my aunts, my cousins, like Mm -hmm. everyone has been so helpful. And and like you said, just asking a question, I get the answer immediately. And it's just so simple rather than, cool, maybe I don't have to bring on or hire this person. It's all in my network that I already have established. So it's really helpful to have those people and those women around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what surprised you the most starting this business? Oh, I mean, I knew going into CBD and cannabis was going to be a little bit difficult, but I just don't think I knew how difficult it was going to be. So I'm still, every day, I'm still surprised. Like, I'll give mm-hmm. you a quick example. Just securing a business bank account as a CBD and cannabis brand. Oh my goodness. It took from like, September all the way up until around March, literally almost until Mm -hmm. I launched to just secure that. I think I was applying with like Wells Fargo and that took Mm -hmm. 60 to 90 days just to get rejected. And so then I'm looking into like virtual banks, but I also need a card and I need these things, different things handy. So it took so much time to even Mm -hmm. do small things like that. Also looking into like business insurance, just because the industry is hot, you know, people are still... Mm -hmm iffy to like collaborate and network and like, you know, put their business, I would say at risk just because for some people it is risky. Um, It's just been, it's been like, it's been difficult. It has not been, you know, the easiest path. I feel like, you know, for if you're creating like a beauty brand or clothing Mm -hmm. line or just like a lot of other industries, like you just, it's, it's laid out, it's mapped out with the cannabis and CBD space. No, it's it's forever changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always changing and you have to learn how to adjust and just take it with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I'm going to get through this day and figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> so with all those challenges, you know, what is it day to day that's keeping you motivated and keeping you hungry to, you know, grow this business and take it to where you know it can go? Yeah, for me, I just think it's really awesome when I think of all the ways that CBD can be can be incorporated into our day-to-day, whether it's my skincare routine, my hair routine, my health and wellness. Um, so, you know, now that the base of the company is pretty much established, it's like, what new products can I create that I would use that I or what do I use that I can inc- or incorporate CBD with? Um, so for example, you know, going forward, like I'm looking into adding a, a, a few more um, beauty products. So mm-hmm. like I, I'm a sucker for face mask. <laughs> I have my favorite brands where I'm like, why don't I create my own like face mask and throw some CBD in there it would help with pimple inflam- inflammatory or uh, whatever it is. Like, um, you know, deep puff my eyes, like different things like that. So um, for me, what keeps me going is like I said, I'm competitive and I just don't feel like failure is an option for me. This is so exciting. No matter how hard of a day I'm having, I'm like, you know what? I get to wake up in the morning and do what I love. I get to wake up and kind of be on my own time, which is so mm-hmm. awesome. Like every day I just wake up and I'm really motivated and like, what can I tackle today? I'm learning something new every day, literally. And that's all exciting to me. It's just things that I can take and I can apply, whether it's in the CBD industry mm-hmm. or whether it's on the business aspect of that. And, you know, I feel like there are more and more business um, or entrepreneurs coming out, whether it's in my family or friends. And, you know, now they're asking me for questions. So I'm like, well, this is exciting. Now I can lend a helping hand, whether it's advice or I can connect you to this person. That stuff is really exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Would eight-year-old you have imagined that you would become a CBD CEO? Eight-year-old me knew she wanted to be a CEO. Maybe not in mm-hmm. CBD, but nah, she knew. I knew I wanted to be a boss babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say I've always been like a rebel or just like trying to like go about my own plan or like make my own rules. And I feel like with creating this business, it just allows me to do things my way and just allow me to make it my own, which is so special mm-hmm. to me. And, and, you know, we talked about the team that you, that you need and have, you know, mm-hmm. how many people are supporting you in creating this business, whether employees or contractors or, 
you know, the, the official people, not everyone that's all the advice givers. Right. I have a huge team. Uh, shout out to my team. I just want to take a minute and say that. So, you know, yeah, I started out with working with this awesome marketing team called Canabran. I connected with that company because it's woman owned and I've seen what they've done for other agencies. They helped me, you know, rebrand Toasty. Um, and now I'm with a wonderful, I'm in love with my team now. So I'm with Puff Creative. They are my marketing advertising team. Um, Mm -hmm. John is amazing. And then I'm collaborating with the Chatter Club. You know, they're over my social media, my PR, content creating influencers. And then I now Mm -hmm. have Kimber, who's like consulting me on sales and just amazing. And I dare not forget, I have a wonderful, amazing mentor who, it doesn't matter what type of question I have. He has the answer. If he can't find the answer, he's going to get it and find it. And we're just going to make it work. But he is an awesome business leader in his space. And um, it's been really, really helpful just to have him as a sounding board, as a motivator, supporting, like the list just goes on. He's amazing. So just like when you were saying like, oh, you know, having a team of one, I'm making, I could be making like what, 40,000 a year. But as soon as I can mm-hmm. invest in myself, as soon as I can, you know, take that leap of faith and add on more, I feel like everybody starts to make more money. It's not just me. It's like, as the brand grows, I can supply more money to my marketing and more, more uh, money to my advertising and whoever, like we all win together. No, and, and to, to me, that's such a fun part of having mm-hmm. a business, you know, um, and I think it does tie back to pre- preferring team sports versus individual. Yeah, ones, right. It's like, sure. I don't want to have to be the, I don't want to have to carry the whole weight of the business myself, but I also want to win together. Like, how mm-hmm. do I use the strengths of the people that are in my network or on my team so that we can keep leveling it up? Mm-hmm. Um you know, it, it's fun to to be able to have a group to celebrate with as well as to yes. collaborate. Yes. So for anyone who's still stuck in that solopreneur, I have to do it all myself mentality, like, please listen to this episode and please stop. <laughs> yes. I don't even know how they're doing it. It's, I couldn't do it all by myself. Just trying to think of how to do social media on a day-to-day with answering emails and customer service, also trying mm-hmm. to fit in making phone calls. I can't get it all done by myself or in a day. So Shout out to y'all doing solo work out there, but <laughs> I'm excited to use the word team in my emails any day. <laughs> I'm like, hey yeah. team, good job team. Like whatever, it's, it, we're all working together and we're all winning mm-hmm. together. So that's exciting. Yeah. You know, obviously there's so much that happens in the first year of a business and it can be so mm-hmm. consuming and suddenly you realize all you're doing is the business. Right. Um, what have you been doing to make sure that you're taking time for yourself and your own self-care and wellness and even still being social as much as you can with what's been a pandemic year? Um, let's see here. I mean, I try to combine it all together, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm probably a little bit of a workaholic, but for example, yesterday I'm at the beach and I love the beach. That's my Oh, that's just like my 10 second count right there. Like just being out there, one with nature, hearing the waves and just getting some sunshine and just seeing other people around and having fun with their family and friends. Like that's so exciting. But I could also bring my Toasty products and be like, here, I take one of these. Let's take some content, like just combining mm-hmm. it all together. But um, yeah, for the most part, I try to just have like create a work-life balance for myself. Um, so, you know, for example, if I'm wrapping up work one day at like 8 p.m., which that's a little late typically, but I don't mm-hmm. mind it. I'm like setting myself to like, let me just turn my phone off. Let me decompose and just, I don't know, turn on some Netflix or listen to some music or journal a mm-hmm. little bit, different things. Let me do some mask sessions. I love my skincare routines, <laughs> but whether it's like different things like that, or um, I would even say like some online shopping or taking a quick trip, all of those things to me are super exciting. And it's just a good way to kind of like detach myself because I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, I'm okay with toasty consuming because I love it. I'm excited about it. It's just something that drives me. I want to talk about it all the time, but I know that mm-hmm. there needs to be that work-life balance so I don't get burned out in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, for how is 
how do you position Toasty differently than all the competitors that you have? Like, who is the Toasty target consumer who mm-hmm. would, who's waiting to know you exist? Yes, good question. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of sweetie brands out there. And that's crazy that you mentioned that because a lot of people, when they heard that I was entering the space, they're like, oh, it's so oversaturated. I'm like, yeah, but there's no toasty. Just like yeah. <laughs> the name itself for me, um, it's just allowing people to get in their comfort space, to get in their cozy vibe. So when I say, I literally thought of the name because I was <laughs> I was brainstorming, I was smoking, and I was like, I think it was like a really chill chill day outside, but I was wrapped up in a blanket and I was like, oh, it feels real toasty right now. Like I feel comfortable. And that's essentially what I want people to take away from toasty. So when I think of my average or my target demographic and who I'm going for, I think it's mm-hmm. any woman 25 years and older who deals with day-to-day life stress, work stress, family stress. It's the can of moms. It's also mm-hmm. those yoga and fitness lovers, different things like that. So that's also why I am trying to spread a little bit of the Toasty product offering, because I feel like it's not just one feel. Like I could be into fitness and sports, but Mm -hmm. I could also be the corporate hustler. I could also be a mom. Like, and I'm trying to create something that could resolve all of that into one. Um, Mm -hmm. Also a huge driving force behind Toasty. You know, when I think of products, and uh, what I want people to feel from it. I think of my grandma. I think a lot of brands often forget our elders and our older uh, community. My grandma Mm -hmm. suffers from arthritis, her fingers and her joints and things like that. And, you know, she could easily take a prescribed drug or some medicine, but, you know, as our uh, elders get older, like those pills and those prescriptions have terrible side effects. So mm-hmm. how about we try something new that's more natural and it's not only going to relieve your pain, it's also going to you know keep your appetite going. It's going to keep you calm and relaxed, like anxiety and stress-free. And so, um, yeah, I think a lot of other brands just, I don't know, maybe some of them, they take care of just fitness alone or I don't know. I don't even look at other brands. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, ultimately, I see my target just being, like I said, that 25-year-old uh, older, it's not just stopping at like 50. Like my grandma could also take this. She's 80. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom could also take this. She's in her 50s. My sister could also take this and she's in her 30s. So um, just any woman who's looking to get that relief from stress, anxiety, take a load off or get some better sleep just relieve themselves because it's getting harder and harder out here, just like with social media and then also COVID and then like, cool. Now we also have protesting and like the things that we see day to day on the news. It just is so stressful, so stressful. Mm -hmm. And I know people got a huge dose of that during COVID um, also being confined to your home. So for me, I just want people to feel good um, and feel empowered to go out and, you know, cool. I can add some toasty to this and I can still tackle the day. I also love how pretty the products are. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, the branding. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it is. It's it's very like feminine and premium looking. And mm-hmm. like they they did a great job of making the packaging and branding like feel toasty the same way mm-hmm. you want people to feel. Like even the the ombre, yes. uh, like sunset coloring, like it just feels like oh. and yes. I love like kudos to the branding team because it's hard to capture the feeling you want people to have for your business with just visuals and they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, when I kind of, I created, kind of created my own deck with, um, and brought it to my marketing team. Like I had some ideas and I'm like, this is what I want it to be and feel like, but I don't know how. So cool. Make it professional make it look mm-hmm. good. But, um, so I moved into, my new apartment, I think it was in December, last December. And I have a balcony and it's, it's downtown. And literally every day around what, six, I think it was like getting dark early at that Mm -hmm. point. I could just step outside and the sunset and the clouds. I promise y'all this California sunset is like no other. It was like, 
pretty blues and pinks and purples. It just literally mellowed me. I'm like, oh, I could just stand out here. I'm like, this is how I know I'm getting old. Like I could just stand out here (laughs) and just listen to the sound of the city, but also just looking at the clouds. And it's just so beautiful. It just makes me feel really calm and relaxed. So I just started taking pictures (laughs) and videos Mm -hmm. of the clouds, especially when it was like some of my favorite colors. And I'm like, this is what I want Toasty to feel like. Just cool. Day of work is done. I'm relaxed. I got my glass of wine. Like this Mm -hmm. is what I want to feel and relay when people see the Toasty brand. Well, I think that you bring up a great point, right? Because it's so accepted in Western culture to have a glass of wine or two Mm -hmm. to like decompress and end your day and move on to like social time or personal time. Mm -hmm. And people don't see CBD products that way yet at a grand scale. Right. When do you think that's going to happen? Like, are are you advocating people to get that? Like, you know, because wine can be good for you or can be bad for you. Right. So (laughs) how do you have alternatives, right? For what it means to literally pivot from, okay, work mode to personal mode or social mode. And like you said, just chill. Um, right. What's your perspective on that? And, and how fast do you see it changing? Uh, I hope it's fast. Like that's what I'm trying to create. So if you were to ever go on like any type of Tosi account where this Instagram or the TikTok, like I just want everybody mm-hmm. to show their own toasty vibe. So hopefully soon we can even create something like it's toasty time. Like we can do our face mask and like just yeah. different elements. And that's also what I was saying. Like, I want Toasty to be a community because, you know, mm-hmm. people can come and show different ways and talk about different ways that they get Toasty, whether you're applying it into your meal or your late night tea, or you're just taking the supplements maybe with, I don't know, some lavender oil on your temples, like different things like that. How do you relax? Because yeah, I could have a drink, but maybe my drink is going to lead to two. And then I'm going to be mad at myself because then I'm going to be annoyed by the calories. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, alcohol is great. I I feel like people use that as a good way to relax. But for me, like as a day-to-day consumption, it's just not the most healthiest. It's cool. I'm going to be upset with how my stomach looks at the end of this, or, you know, that I might feel that I'm getting a little bit addicted to it. So I feel like Mm -hmm. hopefully sooner than later, people will start seeing that there are other alternatives to getting in your toasty vibe to relaxing rather than Mm -hmm. having a drink and CBD, it it can relax you, but it can also make you be more social. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like I just want to talk a little bit more and be outgoing. And I feel like CBD and cannabis in general can help people, um, you know, step out of their comfort zone a little bit. So I'm hoping with Toasty, we're bringing this starting this year, (laughs) different ways to get your comfortable vibe for sure. Well, especially when you start looking at, you know, people who look amazing at 50, 60, right? Like oh, yeah. after Shakira and JLo did the Super Bowl, everyone's like, what are they doing? Right. And I think more of it. So what are they not doing? They're not drinking, right? They're right. not doing these things that are normal because if you want to be extraordinary, you can't follow that regular path. Like for sure, we have to choose like normal or extraordinary. And so to your point about whether it's calories or inflammation or all these things that the current social solutions give people, um, CBD and cannabis are alternatives that usually don't cause some of the other complications that can be caused. Right. Um, so I think it's cool that the, the conversation shifting, that it's now being talked about, the brands right. like Toasty pushing that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious to see how it shifts in the, in the next couple of years. Um, yeah. And I have even had to kind of like go back and check myself. Like, you know, as much as I would love to get back in the, in the gym, I know when I start my gym regimen and like I start lifting and getting on this meal plan and like different things like that, it's like, ugh. I can't go out with y'all because all you're going to want to do is drink. Like, let's find other ways to like Mm -hmm. do things without alcohol. So that's what I'm trying to kind of spread to my friends, my family as well. And so, yeah, I'm I'm hoping, like you said, that it becomes more normal and not so Mm -hmm. like frowned upon and looked at like, oh, it's not good for you. Like, actually, it's way better for you than alcohol. So, yeah, especially if it's a CBD versus THC product, right? Right. CBD truly is a, a supplement. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a, you know, um, 
hallucinogenic or psychoactive drug that you're taking. So right. um, you can you can be a drug-free life and still have CBD products. Yeah, you can still be clean, still be natural Mm -hmm. and vegan and all those things. And you're going to have great side effects with this rather than the negative ones or the the downfalls of those as well. Yeah. And you're not going to get addicted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know there's so much misinformation out there between both THC and CBD products. Um, I think obviously we're going through an entire cultural revolution of what is real, what is fake news, what is rumor, what is... It's just like insane to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people go to find facts about CBD and THC and how you can use it and what it does to your body? Yeah, like I said, Google's my best friend, but mm-hmm. you know, upcoming and I've been working with my marketing team, um, even on the Toasty site, we're going to start releasing some blogs just to inform a little bit more. So mm-hmm. that's why we always try to add, you know, encourage people to ask questions. I know a lot of people are like, what is CBD? What does it do? Does it make me yeah. high? Is it going to show up on a drug test? All of those are normal questions. There are no dumb mm-hmm. questions when it comes to CBD. Um, but uh, what we're doing as part of with Toasty and with my team, we're creating blogs uh, and it's mm-hmm. going to talk to you a little bit more about about CBD and women, uh, CBD and health, CBD and skincare, CBD and hair, um, how to apply it to a recipe, um, how to incorporate it into your day-to-day, different things like that. But I'm also mm-hmm. still encouraging people to you know, use Google as a tool, do your own research, and then give it a try. That's the only way that we can actually figure it out for ourselves because you have to also understand what this person may use may not affect you the same. So maybe a tincture might not be for you. Maybe this supplement is better for you. Um, maybe a topical might be your go-to. Um, or you have to like figure out your dosing if you're using the tinctures. It def- definitely takes a lot of consistency. So I feel like if we continue to just research and you know give our own trial and error, we'll figure it out. But if you're just kind of closing yourself off to it because of like old stereotypes, how can we grow? Just try it. <laughs> Just give it a try. <laughs> so we ask everybody who comes on the on the podcast, when you hear the words powerful and ladies, what do those mm. words mean to you separately? And what do they mean to you when they're combined? Oh, okay. So ladies, that could be, I don't know. That's my click. That's my go-to. When I think of ladies, it's just like, it doesn't matter where I am. Like if I'm in a room full of men and I just see one other woman, I'm like, oh, that's my homegirl. We're going to be friends and like, we're going to root for each other. And when I think of powerful, well, that can be taken in many different aspects because you can be powerful and um as a silent leader, you can be powerful as a leader by example. You can be powerful um, just in the way that you carry yourself, how you vocalize certain things. You can be powerful by apologizing because some people don't apologize, different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think of being a powerful lady or you know, what a powerful lady is, I think it's just ultimately um, just someone that they know their worth. They know what they bring to the table. Um, They're all about encouraging other people, not passing judgments. Um, They're all about helping other people, lending a helpful helpful hand. I think a powerful woman or a powerful lady is a humanitarian. Um, She gives back to the community, whether, like I said, it's advice or, you know, going out and providing and helping and providing a lending hand. Um, Yeah, I think a powerful lady is just, she could be so, so many things. I think it's the moms. I think it's the sisters, just ultimately those that are supporting others rather than putting them down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What has starting this business taught you about yourself? Um, patience, <laughs> lots of patience. And honestly, just to stop negative self-talk. I think I am, and I'm pretty sure this is for anybody. I am my biggest enemy, you know, like some days I'm really, really like feeling it. Like, yeah, I got this. And other days I'm just, I don't know why I'm just so focused on the negatives. And I just have to like tell myself to relax. You got this. I've come so far and just different things like that. Um, what else have I learned? That was the question, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. What else have I learned about myself? 
Um, oh yeah. Just not being afraid to ask questions. I think that's a big one for me. Cause like mm-hmm. I said, I just, I don't know why I was so fearful. Maybe I was scared of care too much as, as to like what other people would think of me. If I'm asking a question, maybe that they already explained and I still don't understand it. Or maybe I thought it was a dumb question or maybe I just didn't want to be seen at that, that time. But honestly, um, just be a little bit more vocal and ask away. Like I can learn so much more that way rather than, you know, I don't know, being left out, being left behind. Mm -hmm. What else have I learned about myself? Oh, that I can honestly do anything that I put my mind to. Because when I was first starting this, it feels great. It feels great. When I first started this, you know, I was like, I don't have any business experience as far as like, you know, educational background. Like, uh, I was telling myself or about to enroll into like full business courses just to get my degree. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to go about it that way. I can mm-hmm. ask those questions. I can use Google or learn as I'm going, which is exactly what I'm doing. So um, yeah, once I figured it out that like, hey, like I got this, like just believe in myself. Don't let anyone else's negative talk get in my way. Like I said, a lot of people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, CBD is so oversaturated. And it's like, so is every other other industry. Like, do you think Rihanna created Fenty or Savage Fenty because she cared that the industry already had things like this that existed? No, like I'm just putting my own spin and my own spice Mm -hmm. on things and I'm making it my own. And hopefully people see that and that they can resonate with it and find something um, that they want to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, there's... The world needs you. It needs yeah. you and your gifts and your unique approach on that because somebody else is looking for your unique version of that exactly. space. And like, I've had the same thing of people being like, why are you doing like a women's focus podcast? Why are you right. getting into business? I'm like, hold on. Because no one's had it for me yet. <laughs> like, what? Right. Y'all haven't um, heard my story yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the core root of this podcast, right? Like there are so many incredible stories that are not being shared and told right. that somebody is waiting to hear. And, you know, I, I, I wish more people knew that if they stepped into what lights them up and gets them excited that things work like life is better like we need everybody doing their thing versus Mm -hmm. whatever they think they're stuck in yeah i think it all comes down to just figuring out um, what your purpose is and i'm still learning Mm -hmm. about that i i pray about that i want to live in my true purpose and figure out new ways how i could help myself help the company help others and as soon as I started really diving into this and, you know, scratch the surface of getting like the base business um, created, I was like, well, this is exciting because now I get to answer other questions that people may have. I can donate a little bit here and there, like just finding my mm-hmm. purpose. That's honestly what keeps me going. It's fun. Yeah. And it, it is toasty a business that you've self-funded or gotten investors for. Like, how did you go about you know, finding the finances to support this business? Yeah. So like I said, I have an awesome mentor and he just believes in me. Um, I, I think, you know, just from our previous conversations, I was really motive motivated by him. And so he could see that motivation in me. And also it's not that it's like, Oh, like I want to do this. And he's then asking, you know, why, what drives you to do this? Um, what's the industry saying right now? What are the facts? Mm-hmm. You know, give me some numbers. And then, you know, once I showed all of this to him, for example, I, I just, he was really surprised to see my business plan. And I, it was like 30 pages, 30 mm-hmm. pages. And he was blown away. He was like, wow, like I was not expecting this. Like, let's do mm-hmm. it. Um, and so with that, he's been like an awesome donor. Um, he's mm-hmm. been a huge driving force behind funding Toasty. And so, you know, along with that, just other, you know, family and friends donating. Um, so yeah, in the future, I would love to bring out some investors to expand the brand mm-hmm. a bit more. Yeah. Awesome. Well, remind me, to, uh, I'll send you some links um, in some follow-up emails for some things I have. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. See, we're working together already. 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 <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, you know, we ask everybody in the podcast, where do you put yourself on the powerful lady scale? If zero is average everyday human and 10 is the most incredible powerful lady you can imagine, where would you rank yourself on that zero mm. to 10 scale? Oh, zero to 10. 
I'm going to say right now I'm at a seven because I know in my mind, I know what potential I have and I know where I want to be. I think I'm at a seven, even though I am just getting started, but I took the steps rather than, you know, just thinking about it and putting it on paper. I took the next steps Mm -hmm. to kind of make this a reality. And so I think seven is a good number. Um, cause when I hit that 10, everybody's going to know it's going to be awesome. And I just have so many high hopes for myself. I carry myself and I hold myself to a high expectation. So I know that I still have a long way to go. Then I'll be at my 10. <laughs> I love it. Um, so where can people, you know, find Toasty? How can they support you, follow you, buy products, tell oh, them all yeah. the things? Yeah. So you know, Toasty will take any type of support. It's free 99 to like, to comment, to share different things like that. But of course we would love if you could, you know, give us a try. Like I said, you never know until you try. So go online, buy some products, leave a comment, leave a review, um, tell a friend. Also, you know, when we are on socials and we're asking for Q&As, just engage with us a little bit. We want to know more about you. We want to know more about, you know, how we can help, whether it's a question or, you know, whether it's a referral. Like, just know that I see all messages coming in and I respond to everybody. And yeah, I'm just really trying to find out new ways how to collaborate. So feel free to reach out to me. But most importantly, yeah, I mean, it's free to share and free to talk about it. So I think that that is a big thing for me. So support Toasty. Um, Go buy our product. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is. Go buy our products and give it a try. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It has been such a pleasure to have you. I am so impressed with Toasty and the branding and you and the Thank commitment you. and drive and what you've achieved in, you know, a year that has been so hard for so many people. And the fact that you use right. that time to say, no, I'm going to create something new. I'm going to take this opportunity to, you know, let this idea I have come to life and see what we can do with it, I think <laughs> is just so tremendous. So I am proud of you, you. and I'm impressed and I can't wait for everyone to, to follow, support you and see where else you take this business. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on here today. Like this means a lot and I will definitely stay tuned for more. So I would love to do this again. Let me know how we can talk. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. All the links to connect with Jamie are in the show notes at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. You can also leave comments and ask questions about this episode. Want more Powerful Ladies? Come join us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies, where you can also find some free downloads to start being powerful today. Subscribe to this podcast and help us connect with more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating and review. If you're looking to connect directly with me about business coaching or my workshops or how we can collaborate together, visit caraduffy.com. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then... I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.